Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 9, verses 51 through 56. To get there, we're going to skip over a couple sections in Luke because there are parallel texts in Matthew or Mark, and we've done devotions on those texts, which are very close to the text that we're reading in Luke. So if you want to hear a devotion about who is the greatest, Luke chapter 9, verses 46 through 48, that's paralleled in Matthew 18, 1 through 4, and 5 through 9. You can get that in two different episodes, 533 and 5. 34. We're also going to skip Luke 9, 49 and 50, where Jesus says that anyone not against us is for us. And that's paralleled in Mark chapter 9, verse 38 through 41. That's a really important devotion and important concept. So if you didn't hear that devotion, and if you want to cover that text in Luke, go back to episode 624, because there are a lot of things in that devotion that are very pertinent to the situation we find ourselves in today as Christians. So when we get to verse 51, this is brand new content. This is not paralleled anywhere else in the Gospels, and it talks about a Samaritan village rejecting Jesus. But actually, I might title this section, Jesus Rebuking and Equipping His Disciples for Effective Ministry Going Forward. Let's jump into verse 51. When the days drew near for him to be taken up, that is, for him to be crucified and resurrected and then ascend to heaven, he set his face to go to Jerusalem. And he sent messengers ahead of him who went and entered a village of the Samaritans to make preparations for him. So we just need to say a few words about the Samaritans. They were a group of people or maybe even a race of people that were very much at odds with the Jewish people. Many of them were descendants from the Old Testament's northern kingdom. In other words, they were Jews, but they had intermarried with Gentiles. And so they were viewed by Jews to be in a perpetual state of uncleanness. In fact, in John, it talks about them not having dealings with each other. The Jews wanted to avoid them. The Jews thought that they were superior to them. But Jesus ministered to the Samaritans. You remember he uses a Samaritan in his parable of the Good Samaritan to show what it means to love your neighbor. That is to take care of the person who you are least likely to want to take care of. And there are different accounts of him ministering to Samaritans in the Gospels. And of course, this raised the ire of the Jewish people looking on. Why would Jesus defile himself by hanging out with these perpetually unclean people who had totally disregarded God and worshipped in a different place than Jerusalem and taken on their own kind of religious practices that were pseudo-Jewish? Jesus had no business being with these people in the minds of the Jewish leaders who were obviously self-righteous and had a superiority complex. So to get to Jerusalem so that he could accomplish his death and resurrection from where he was, it was quickest and easiest to go through the area where the Samaritans lived. So he sent messengers ahead of him to make preparations. That means to set up accommodations. These messengers, we don't know who they are, but they're probably disciples that he sent ahead of them to find out if they could get a place to stay. Verse 53, but the people did not receive him because his face was set toward Jerusalem. Some scholars think that this is just referring to the fact that the Samaritans hated the Jews so much and they hated people going to Jerusalem, i.e. setting their face toward Jerusalem so much, that they wouldn't help them on that journey. And they knew that Jesus was headed to Jerusalem and they didn't want to have any part of that. Now there are other accounts in the Gospels where Samaritans are receptive to Jesus and they receive him. But that wasn't the case for every area where Samaritans lived and that wasn't the case here. They didn't receive him. Verse 54. And when his disciples James and John 
saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to, and when his disciples, James and John saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to tell fire to come down from heaven and consume them? Now, James and John are two of the three inner circle guys of the 12 disciples, Peter, James, and John. And here they are, the sons of Zebedee. You remember that they called these two brothers the sons of thunder. And we don't know exactly why, but it might have been because they have this kind of short fuse and this fiery temperament. And they're thinking, these people didn't receive us. Are you kidding me? Jesus, you want us to call fire down on them from heaven? Verse 55, but Jesus turned and rebuked them, that is James and John, and they went on to another village. So one thing we need to be quick to point out is that it's not like Jesus is against judgment. I mean, he would have stood by what God did in the Old Testament, and in many cases, people were judged harshly. By the time you get to the end of the New Testament, you're going to see in Revelation that Jesus is going to return as a righteous judge. So it would be a mistake to read into this that Jesus is categorically against judging people. But I think when we interpret this in light of all of Scripture, we can at least deduce that the time for judgment of these people is not now, and that James and John's role as Jesus' disciples is not just to be willy-nilly calling down fire on people who offend them or don't receive them. In fact, God's redemptive plan from the beginning of time has been to graft believers from every tribe and tongue and nation from the globe into God's family through faith in Jesus Christ. That includes the Samaritans. I think we can assume that there will be people who were Samaritans who are genuine followers of Christ and are therefore in heaven. So I think Jesus' rebuke is kind of like, guys, chill out. Don't just lose your temper every time someone does something that you don't approve of. And don't have such a chip on your shoulder about these Samaritans. After all, one of the reasons I've set my face to Jerusalem to die and to rise again is so that some of them can get saved, just like you're going to be saved through faith in me. And in this way, Jesus is equipping and training and preparing James and John to be more effective in the ministry that they're ultimately going to have when Jesus leaves and it's left to them and the other disciples to start the advancement of the gospel message to the whole world. So what does that have to do with us today? Well, I think it's pretty simple. There might be some of us who are followers of Christ who have a little bit of a hair trigger when it comes to wanting judgment called down on people who don't receive Jesus or people who are hostile to the gospel or people who are hostile to us because of our commitment to the gospel. That's not our role. Judgment is God's role and it will be taken care of and it will be handled justly and rightly and that's not our business. If we get rejected, if we get mocked, if we get derided for our faith, which if we really do have faith in Christ, according to several passages in scripture, is going to happen. We don't need to worry about taking vengeance or calling down judgment. It's just time to kick the dust off our feet and go to the next village, go to the next opportunity. I think this is an especially pertinent message these days when it seems like battle lines are more clearly drawn than they've ever been before. For many of us in America or in the West, easy on the judgment. Let's keep loving folks and let's keep our eyes open for the next opportunity forward rather than how to meet out vengeance looking backward. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which has aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives. 
the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.